This is The Dirty on 30, a podcast that spills the tea on everything 30s. Join your hosts, Melissa and Anna, as they dish on life, relationships, and whatever else they can think of. Hello and welcome to the next episode of The Dirty on 30. I'm Anna. And I'm Melissa. And today is our 20th episode, guys. We've made it this far. Woohoo! Yes, so thank you for who's still listening. <laughs> but this is going to be our season finale episode. So after 20 uh, episodes, we're going to take a little bit of a break. Take a couple of weeks off, take, enjoy yeah. our summertime. Lockdown just ended in California, so we want to get back out there yeah, make some more memories so that we can share them with you guys, whoever's still listening. <laughs> right? We do plan on coming back in six weeks on August 10th. Yes, so stay tuned for more on season two. But today, we're going to be talking about Father's Day, and we're going to introduce our dads a little bit about, you know, who they are and whatnot. So do you want to start, Melissa, or do you want me to start? I can start. Okay. I think I started on Mother's Day as well, but Mother's that's Day. because I have two parents to talk about again, so we can sandwich <laughs> your dad right in the middle. Right, yes. So I'll start. Like I said, and similarly to the Mother's Day episode, uh, my parents are both divorced and remarried, so I have two dads, just like I have two moms. Mm-hmm. I've got my dad-dad, and i got my stepdad. So I'll start by talking about my dad. We actually did an early Father's Day this year, so I've already celebrated Father's Day. Nice. With my dad's side of the family, we went, the whole extended family all got together at my grandfather's house. We had a big barbecue out in the backyard, uh, little cousins running around everywhere. And by little cousins at this point, I mean all of my cousin's children. I'm the, <laughs> right? I'm the slacker who doesn't have kids yet. Right. Yes. So my grandpa's house is like an old, old California house. There's no air conditioning. Mm-hmm. And it was just the backyard is always so hot. And then the house is always so hot. Like you just like yeah. start to die whenever we have barbecues over there. My cousin Keely was by far the most prepared in that she brought three ice chests full of water balloons to distract the children. Nice. See, she knows what's up. <laughs> yeah. Well, two of the kids are hers. So yeah. she knew what she knew what she needed to do. Yeah. So that was fun. So we had an early Father's Day. My dad can be pretty easy to shop for for Father's Day. Um, not in the sense of clothing. He's like a beanpole who's six and a half feet tall. So no <laughs> no shirts or pants or anything that you could ever buy at the store fit him. So you can't just be like, I'm going to get my dad a corny dad t-shirt for Father's Day. Yeah. Like, nah, you can't do clothes. But he's got some pretty solid hobbies. His main one being uh, music. He likes to write and record his own music for fun. Yeah. And he plays in a garage band with friends and things like that. Mm-hmm. So in the past, I've done things like gotten him new microphones or new accessories for his little recording studio in the spare bedroom. But this year, uh, way back in April, he told me that last winter he accidentally killed his favorite pepper plant. <laughs> <laughs> It just didn't survive out in the yard. He was really sad about it. It's not a varietal of a pepper that you can really buy out here in California. So I spent the last three months growing him new pepper plants on my windowsill. I also went (laughs) out to 
like a specialty farmer's market kind of booth and got him some nice hot sauces to go with the pepper plants. Yeah. So he says he liked both of them. He texted me this morning that he had some of the hot sauce on his breakfast burrito and it was bomb because I got him Carolina Reaper hot sauce. That's oh, the dang. Yeah, that's hottest the pepper hottest in the pepper, world. Yeah. It was one of the hot sauces I got him. Uh, like talking about hot sauce and like spicy food makes my mouth water. So good. So he appreciated all of that. We had a good Father's Day barbecue yesterday. It was all pretty chill and low key. Yeah. I feel like dads are easy to please. Yeah, dads are. And they're willing to cook on their day. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, yes. My dad did all the barbecuing (laughs) at my grandpa's. But to be fair, I mean, he was doing it for his dad. dad. Yeah, that's true. But he is one of six children. So he didn't, you know, one of the girls could have been the barbecuer for the day. That's true. That's true. But it is a lot easier. Yeah, no, with my family, um, for Father's Day, we are just going to go eat, letting my father choose what restaurant he wants to go to. Hopefully it's not crowded because we haven't decided yet. <laughs> so we'll see how that goes. Um, yeah, but other than that, um, we haven't really... We haven't really had too much, like, I haven't gotten together with my siblings and been like, what are we doing for Father's Day? You know, both of my siblings, well, both of my brothers are both fathers, too, so. Right, they, they got text, their own Father's Day. Yeah, they days. got their own Father's Day, so it's kind of like everyone's doing their own thing. My brother, one of my brothers is packing to, like, go on a road trip to Montana, and then my other one, I don't really know what he's up to, but. Did you ever do anything traditional when you were younger? Like, when I was younger, One of the best things that I could make when I was in high school, like food-wise, was actually omelets. So I would get up on Father's Day and I would make my dad like mushroom omelets for Father's Day. Yeah. Do like a brunch spread Mm. at home. That sounds delicious. Because that's what I could cook was breakfast food. Yeah. No, I never did anything like that. But do you remember a couple years ago when we went to that beer fest and then we came back and we had that like huge party? Yes. And like everyone, yeah, for all like the fathers in like the area, like my parents threw a huge party. Like they've done that a couple times and they did that mostly because my grandpa was here, you know, and celebrate him and stuff. So that was cool. But other than that, every every year is kind of just like... Let's see what we do this year. It's never really traditional. Right. And in, in any sense. But, I mean, we're going to do a lot of celebrating. I think I've obviously talked about it a few times. My dad turned 70 this year, which is, like, such a big milestone. And it's it huge. Just, yeah. It's just, like, it's crazy to imagine that my dad is going to be 70 and he's... To me, he acts and, like, looks like he's not that old. Like, uh, he's, I finally, like, his hair is starting to whiten. And, like, you know, I can I can feel him getting a little bit older and stuff. But he's still really active. And he's still, like, he just doesn't seem like a typical 70-year-old to me or anything. So, right. you know, so then that's why we're, you know, we're going to celebrate um, for his birthday, he wants like a big party and stuff. So even if we don't do anything big for Father's Day, we're he's gonna get his big he's day gonna this get year. His, yeah, he's gonna get his big day this year. So that's I'm so proud of my daddy. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I love him. I was always a daddy's girl. Um, I was always obviously you guys know I'm the, I'm the super youngest, so there's a big big age gap, and me and my dad would always go out to eat just by ourselves, and. 
Um, even if it was just to the Taco Bell around the corner, because it's like the only thing he could, you know, he knows how to order in English or whatever. But yeah, that's I've always been a daddy's girl, and it wasn't until recently I started bonding more with my mom. But growing up, always a daddy's girl, and growing up, my dad had like really big silent treatments when he was mad right and that was like the worst thing for me like if he didn't speak to me I would cry right like I would be like I don't want to talk to you either then and then when we'd both be on silent treatment and stuff like it hurt when my dad would be mad at me it would hurt more than when my mom was mad at me but I mean now like I, I I have a more balanced relationship with both of them but like I said growing up I was definitely a daddy's girl all the way every day like my older siblings would not be really happy sometimes about how much I was spoiled for my dad you know like I brought it up before he made me a playhouse right and he you know and he did everything that he could but I never really asked for stuff so I didn't think I don't think I was spoiled in the sense where I was like a spoiled brat I was just spoiled he, because he gave he, he, he gave me he went yeah. out of his way to give yeah. you nice things yeah so that's that's my dad. But let's talk about your stepdad now. So my stepdad has been my stepdad for 17 years yeah, now. So a long time. Yeah, that's more than half your life. In the family. Oh, yeah. But I will say he is a lot harder to shop for. Like, the problem is that, like, I know what he likes, but at the same time, in some ways, he has no opinions on certain things. Mm. Like, like, he doesn't have a favorite candy. Like, if I needed to go get him, like, a, a sweet or a candy or a... Yeah. I could tell you for my mom for Mother's Day, I send her, say, you know, the dark chocolate Bordeaux truffles from C's because yeah. those are her favorites. But if I was going to send him a box of something from C's, I wouldn't even know which box would be his. He's just one of those people that will like just like take any of it and never yeah. tell you which one's his favorite. Yeah. A little harder to shop for him. And then his main hobby is like hunting and shooting. Like okay. Guns. And yeah. I know nothing about guns. So unlike <laughs> unlike my dad's, you know, music recording where I, I went and I did some research on, you know, best microphone for an acoustic guitar because he had all the setup for his electric guitar. Mm -hmm. Like I got him a, an acoustic guitar mic a couple of years ago and that was a great gift. But I don't I don't even know what I should be Googling for for, for gun hobbies. For yeah. Yes. So he is a little harder to shop for. I actually got him an... Uh, like an outdoor toy this year. It's a, it's an axe throwing kit, oh, toy kit yeah. for like the backyard. Like they're made out of like foam. It's not like they're real axes. <laughs> they're it's like a it's like a kids game. Yeah, it'll still be fun. Yeah, he goes camping <laughs> a lot. He and has a great backyard now. Yeah, so that's a fun game that they can play. <laughs> In fact, we'll probably be playing it later today as yeah. soon as he opens it. That sounds like fun. That sounds like but a it was gift. Just it kind just, of a novelty, but yeah. But he's definitely a little harder to pin down exactly what you should get for him. Yeah, like he'll appreciate anything. Yes, but you wish it was more personalized, right? Like yeah, just yeah, exactly. Yeah, he'll like whatever I get him, but I want him to like 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 it. <laughs> yeah, and he's but he's so serious. Like I, like the few times that I've you know met him or whatever, like he's not. He's just serious like very like he kind of reminds well no because I was gonna say he kind of reminds me of my brother because my brother is you know in the air force too and he's got like that seriousness to him right but then I know my brother enough like 
where he's goofy and like silly on the side as well. But he's like when he's talking to just people. No, my, my stepdad can be goofy and silly on the side. Yeah, you just so don't I know mean, him enough exactly, to see that part. Yeah, yes. and that's like probably you would probably say the same thing about like my brother if you you know right. Yeah, so I think there, that's he does remind me of my brother, like personality wise. Yeah, so I guess the feeling was when I give him gifts, I feel like, like I'm definitely gonna get a B, like, but I want that A. <laughs> I know. I want it to be an how A plus you, present. How do you get him that though? <laughs> so a little trickier to shop for, but I think he'll like what I got him this year. Yeah, uh, we will see, and then. Then I'll be making uh, macarons later yeah. because he's been in North Carolina the whole time that I've gone through this macaron making during coronavirus phase. During your so, phase. So he hasn't gotten to try any yet. Yeah. Well, your mom hasn't either, huh? Or right. She has, she has not either. No, she hasn't? Oh, yeah. They're good. So we'll be doing that later. Yeah. But you, like, enjoy all that and you watch the baking shows. Yes. Like, you know. I do know. enjoy that very much so. <laughs> I don't know a lot of baking terms or, like, My a lot of baking. My mom enjoys that stuff, too. Yeah, like, I enjoy watching them, but I'm not to the extent where I pay fully attention to, like, all the names of all the desserts and stuff. Right. Like, now watching the Crime Scene Kitchen show with you, like, you know your desserts. And I'm just like, I would have never guessed that. <laughs> like Right. Never. You got to work on your... Your terminology, yeah. your vocabulary. Yeah, like... For French desserts. Yes. No, I, I don't. I don't. Well, my mom is really into baking as well. So when I told her that I wanted to bring macarons over for Father's Day, she's like, don't bring them over. Bring all the stuff and teach me how to make them. Mm, nice. So that's what we'll so be doing. So that'll be a nice bonding moment too. Yes. You haven't seen, you know, it's been a while since you've seen her. Since like right before Christmas, right? Uh, it yeah, Christmas? it was no, it was in November, November actually. November. Yeah, that'll be that'll be nice. Tell her I said hi. I will. So, what do you normally get your dad for Father's Day? You guys should all let us know. Give us ideas. Dads can be hard to shop for. They don't ever seem to need anything. <laughs> they never do. No, and my dad, like... And you can't just, like, get them, like, beauty products, and you can't right? just, like, get them... Yeah. But my dad is, like, a hoarder, so, like, you get him nice clothes, pants, shirts, ties, all that stuff, but he'll wear He'll his, never get rid of the old stuff. He'll never get rid of the old stuff. He wears it until, like, it, like, surprisingly goes missing some, you know, mysteriously goes missing or something, because my mom accidentally, like, just throws it away or, I don't know. Right. But, and uh, he won't open any of his new clothes, so I never know what to get him anymore, because I'm just like, I've gotten him tools, he's got so much, so many tools, I, When I people know. never get rid of old stuff, I usually get them stuff that doesn't take up physical space, like movie tickets, or... Mm. Or get them that food, that dessert, something that they'll eat, and then it'll be gone. Yeah. Okay. That's true. Should do that. Well, that's why I'm taking him out to eat. That's why I'm paying. Right. <laughs> but, you know, like you could pick something up from a specialty bakery. Yeah. Like, or uh, you can, if he has a favorite, you know. Right. Yeah. Exactly. No. <laughs> that's, why I get, that's why dads are hard to shop for. <laughs> Dads are hard, but they're e like they're easy, but they're hard. They're at the easily same time. pleased, but again, yeah. I'm not aiming for that B. I want that like yeah. that A plus, that home run out of the park gift. Yes, but we never know what that is. <laughs> 
Moving on, we are going to talk about our guilty pleasures of the week. This week was especially fun and kind of weird because the mask <laughs> mandate ended in California. Yes, it did. For vaccinated as adults, but, you know, everybody interpreted that to mean for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> So it was a little weird that ended on like Tuesday, on a Tuesday and on yeah. Thursday I needed to go to the grocery store and I wasn't certain like, do I, do I wear the mask? Do I've been wearing my mask. I have been mostly wearing my mask. Yeah. Yes. But it's been interesting to see who has and who hasn't been. I actually feel a little weird not putting it on. It's weird. I'm not, I'm used, I, I've taken it off for work. You know, we're small, we're all, you know, uh, in my own little bubble and stuff, whatever. But, like, when I go to the stores, when I've gone grocery shopping, when I went uh, just anywhere, I have I, the gas station. Like, it feels weird. Like, I was the only one wearing it. On Wednesday, I went on a site walk, like a walk through a vacant building with a client mm -hmm. and a couple of other people. And nobody on the site walk wore the mask. They were like, we're all vaccinated. And I was like, I, uh, it's just Wednesday. Stranger danger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it's going to take a while to get over the stranger danger. But yeah. on the other hand, this means that certain bars, restaurants, you know, stages, concerts, shows, things like that are all coming back. So this week for the Guilty Pleasures, we're going to talk about how we have, you know, maybe celebrated yeah. the reopening of everything. <laughs> yes. So this week for me... I used to go to a dive bar called Dailies. Um, in fact, it's where I usually go during football season to watch college football because I don't have cable. <laughs> but who does? No I thanks. ended up going there in the middle of the week because some of my friends texted and said, hey, do you want to go play pool at Dailies? So that was a lot of fun. Like I haven't been in a dive bar like enjoying myself in a long time. We played three or four games of pool. Yesterday, while I was at that Father's Day barbecue, they texted me and were like, hey, do you want to go play pool again tonight? And I was like, I don't know. I'm at this barbecue. I don't know how long it's going to last. Count me as a no. But then the barbecue ended up ending at like 6 o'clock. Mm, so okay. I did end up going and playing another yeah. three games of pool last night Nice with my friends. And like, let's just say, A, my ability to play pool is fairly mediocre. <laughs> I uh, used yeah. to learn at Christmas, actually, because my uncle who hosts Christmas has a pool table in his garage. Yeah. So, like, you know, I've played it maybe once a year my entire life at Christmas. Mm -hmm. So these six games are the, the most that I've played in a long time since Christmas was canceled <laughs> last year. Yeah. But it was a lot of fun. It was nice to see friends and, like, chat with them in, like, a public setting. It, I mean, we're in the back room. With two pool tables at a bar. So there wasn't like a lot of people. Like there were like four guys at the other pool table. And there were yeah. five of us at our pool table. But it was just nice. It was relaxing. It was freeing. Yeah. It was like things was have reopened. Right? Yeah. No, I mean, I didn't do that. But I ended up going to a comedy show. My first comedy show at Brea Improv, which I've never been to. I've only been to the LA Improv. One time, last two years ago, maybe. Or, right. Know. Hard to tell how long yeah. ago things were anymore. <laughs> things are like, you know, all skewed in my head. Um, but so I went to my first show here locally and I saw Liza Schlesinger. Schlesinger. <laughs> I don't even know how to pronounce it. 
And it was a really fun time. It was nice. I feel like I've been so stressed with work that I just needed like a good laugh. You know right. what I mean? I just needed to like let loose and stuff. And it was it was weird because it was like a full house and everyone was seated really close to each other. So I had my mask on because I was like, again, Personal stranger. Bubble. Yeah, I was like stranger, stranger danger. danger. And I'm used to having my six foot bubble. Yeah. Nobody, strangers are supposed to like cross the street when they yeah. see me coming. But the thing is, is like they make you do like a two item minimum you know, while you're there, like you have to purchase two items. Right. And so like it's food or drinks, you know. And so then you have so to So everybody has the masks, the masks off. off while we're eating and stuff. And I was just like, oh, this is like, at first we didn't have anybody next to us. And then we ended up having like this couple next to us and they were like really close because um, all the chairs were like put together because it was like a long table. And then, you know, and they were seating us across from each other, like our, like right. our um, parties. So I was sitting across from Jesse and like the couple was sitting next to us. We didn't have anybody in the front for a little while. And then another couple joined us. But like, I was like, I could almost like just touch her food, you know, like that's how close we were sitting. Right. Like It was weird. Like it was one of the, I don't know, but it was fun. I mean, overall I needed that show. Like it was good. You laughed. Yes. I laughed so hard and it's crazy because she's a little bit older than us. So she's like a... She calls herself an older millennial or an elder millennial well, yeah. she, where she's like on the cusp. She is at the yeah. upper. Yeah. And so she makes. Upper edge. Yeah. She's older than us. So yes. she had like a bunch of like jokes about TikTok and like how who shouldn't do it and who should do it and you know who what it is and like people right. that do because those Because everybody in the kitchen sink joined TikTok during yes, COVID. Yes. Yes. And that's what she was talking about. So it was really funny. And um, while we were there, while we were waiting, because we got there super early so that we can, you know, we had the general admission ticket, so we wanted to sit fairly close. So we got there when the doors opened. Um, they were having, like, you know, the, and you know, the people that were going to be on the show later on, like other different dates and stuff. Right. And one of them is Angela Johnson, which I also love. She's hilarious. And so I looked up the tickets and that I'm going next month as well to go see her too. With that one's like a, like that one, I feel like she's like Mexican American. So it's like, I should feel like I should relate a little bit more, but then she also doesn't speak Spanish. So, but she's really funny. They, both of these girls have Netflix specials. So yeah, if you don't know who they are, you should check them out. Yeah. They're pretty funny. Yeah. But I really enjoyed it. It was nice to just, it was weird being one of the few people with masks on, but at the same time, it was it was just nice to just like be out and but not I worry. Feel for the next year or even more, like nobody's going to ever judge anybody for wearing a mask. Yeah, exactly, exactly, and and that's what it felt. It felt like a few people were kind of like looking at us, like, "Why are you wearing it?" But overall, it was just kind of just like, "Well, like it's the new normal." Yeah, it's in, yeah. Like, it, if you wear one or you don't wear one, like, that, it's it's just up to us, you know? It doesn't matter. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to our podcast break to go enjoy the summer, try yes, to get back too. out in the real yes. world, hit up those bars, go We're out with friends. We're having a beer fest. We're having a beer fest. We're going right? to the OC Fair. Fair. Yeah, so we're excited. We already have a few plans, so we'll we'll let you guys know what we 
what we do after. Yep. Yes. Moving on to Born in the 90s, we are going to talk about Pixar films. So my brother had a movie night a couple nights ago, and he showed us the movie Luca, which is the newest Pixar movie that just came out. So I kind of told Melissa, I asked her if she had seen it. She hasn't seen it, but we got it into talking. And then one of my friends had just recently told me that Cars turned 15 years. Which is ridiculous. Which is ridiculous. I have little cousins that were all into Cars as toddlers. And I guess thinking about it, that little cousin just graduated high school this year. Yeah, right. So I guess it could be 15 years old. (laughs) Yeah. But, you know, you think of like, you know, little Mikey... With his Cars t-shirt, like, you don't think, like, oh, yeah, Michael, he just graduated high school. Exactly. Exactly. That movie's 15. (laughs) So, it's 15 years old, which just means that even the, like, Toy Story is a lot older than that. I mean, we were, like, five when that came out. Right. So, Toy Story just turned 26. Yeah, which is, I can't even fathom that. This is, like, crazy. But anyways... We got, we got to thinking about all our Pixar movies that we liked and, and what we've seen and not and seen, seen because as it turns out, I may have stopped watching Pixar when I was 23. <laughs> and I have not, but there's a few that I haven't, there's one that I haven't seen and then a couple that I've like sort of on and off watched a little bit. So I've seen portions of it. So we yeah. decided we were going to talk about our favorite Pixar movies of all time and they mostly match each other. Mostly, yes. Yes. So we both agree that the number one best Pixar movie (laughs) of all time is Up. Yes. That movie's just so cute. So cute. So well done. The intro scene. Yes. The the Boy Scout. Yes. Kevin the Bird. Kevin the Bird. Kevin's a girl. (laughs) It just has a lot of good moments in it, and it's just... It's so feel good. It's such a feel good it's movie. It's so well. At no point when I rewatch that movie am I ever like this part's slow or this part's boring. Yeah. No, I I just adore. Up. I, I adore that. I I know. I anyone that knows me knows that I love it. It's like my favorite. I know we were like eighteen when it came out. But Doug it's the dog, a, like I was yes. hiding under your porch because I love you. I know. Like, it just has such good lines, good, like, just moments of just, it's tender, like, all these tender moments between them, and it's just a feel-good movie, and it's got a huge... Were we really 18 when that came out? Yeah, it came out in 2008. Oh, geez. Yeah. And it still managed to be our favorite Pixar movie, so fun for all ages Oh, 2009. We were 19. 19? You had just, we had just turned 19. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, so, so you know, it's not like it's only drag drawing in the six-year-olds. Yeah, like some think, cartoon movies. I think it's it was one of those um, movies that just it just had a good good moral good to the moral story. to the story. Your own adventure. You know, I even wrote a college paper on Up, and I got a really good score on it I just have to say it was one of my best because you know when you write about what you like it just it comes out much more naturally right it flows yes so such a good movie such a good movie 
And then this is where we start. We have similar movies, but then we start to differ on our two through five. Like, right, we kind of have the same top movies, but not necessarily in the same order. Yeah. So my number two movie, I think, by Pixar is Monsters, Inc. I love Monsters, Inc. I love Sully. I love Boo. Yeah, it's definitely, it's a cute one. Yeah, I could watch it all day. Yeah, I'm... It's on my top five, but my number two is Toy Story, the OG, OG Pixar film. Yeah, I did have Toy Story as my number three. Like, you can't beat the original. It's It's timeless. It's a classic. And for what they were doing in 95, like, it's great animation for that time. So well done. Yeah, so well done. But it also holds up really well over time. Like, you don't watch it now and be like... This looks so, you know, pixelated or terrible or old technology. Yeah, like when you look at sitcoms from the 90s or whatever, like us rewatching, like I was rewatching the, you know, Sister, Sister and things like that, like the quality, you can see it. The quality is so old. You're like, man, this was so good at the time (laughs) on our little TV. But now that you've blown it up across this huge big screen, it (laughs) it doesn't hold up. I feel like Toy Story holds up really well. It really does. It really, really does. So my number three is actually The Incredibles. Which was my number four. <laughs> yes, I love the, I, I thought, I, I loved it. It was cute. Um, I didn't it's like. It's relatable. I, I liked the second one when it finally came out. And I was just waiting for the second one for so long. And I think that it just kind of like you hyped it up so much in your own head yes yes that it couldn't live up to the yeah but i think the original is really good i really liked it um it's definitely top three but it's one of my favorites the scene where the kids stow away in the airplane yeah or just the part where like where mr incredible realizes that all of his friends have been killed Mm, like going mm -hmm. through the computer program yeah where they're all like yes or whatever yeah Mm -hmm. so sad yeah, I like when they, like, just come together, like, the Dash is, like, running, and she's got her force field, and they're all in the bubble, and they're, like, you know what I mean? Right, like, when it all yeah, kind of come, yeah. comes to a, they're yeah. all, yeah. Yeah, I like it. It's a good movie. It's a good movie. So the only movie that I have on my list, I think, that you don't, is I have Toy Story 3 on Which mine. Which is a good movie. Like, don't get me wrong. It's a good movie. I like it a lot, but in general, you liked others better. No sequels and you know, yeah. Trilogies I want to say okay. I really liked it because it was a nice like ending to what should have just been a trilogy. <laughs> like there should not have been a fourth one. I get it. They wanted to, you know, like move forward with. Um, Oh my gosh, I can't think of her name right now. Um, but the the little girl, you know that that gets the toys and stuff. But I thought it was just nicely right. well done. It like, didn't need finished. to keep going. Like, it was a finished package. Yeah, like we grew up with Andy. He went off to college. He handed the the toys away. And the end, yeah. And the end that and ended his cycle. Ended. Yes. Yeah. But they moved forward with the story, and I can't think of the freaking name. I never saw the fourth one, so I don't know her name. But she's in the third one. Cause yeah, they give, for like a minute. They give Because they give it to her. I don't know. I can't think of her name. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> kill me, people. For Don't kill me, people. For It's going to bother Anna it's now. It's going to bother me forever. I swear. 
Look now, it up. I do not have Toy Story 3 on my list. My number five on the list is Finding Nemo. I do oh, like I do it. Not. It's got some great lines. Yeah. I'd say my favorite part is, um, you know, Escape. It's almost spelled just like Escape. Mm-hmm. Where they're like, Escape. <laughs> Um, or the whale talking. Yeah. Always oh, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm trying to think. Is it Bonnie? I think her name is Bonnie. I think her name is Bonnie. I just, I just, yep, yep. I think it's Bonnie. She gets the toys and they want to expand on her story, which I get it. I have, Finding Nemo barely didn't make my list because I have it as number six, but I just added it. But I do like Finding Nemo as well. It has some good things. Yeah. I was I also really happy with the way they did Finding Dory. It's not one of my top, top movies, but it's definitely a like a honorable mention for me. I don't think I ever saw Finding Dory. That's after I stopped watching Pixar in 2013, yeah. apparently. <laughs> so for those of you that who know have. who have, she stopped watching after what was it? Whatever Monsters was, University. Monsters University. Yeah, Monsters University. I was going to say whatever was 2013. <laughs> so she never saw like Inside Out, Good Dinosaur, Finding Dory, Cars 3. Cars 3 is the one that I have yet to see. I don't know why I never watched it. I haven't seen Coco. I haven't seen Onward. I haven't seen You haven't Soul. seen The Incredibles 2 either. No, I have not. No. Well, Luca was really cute. It's It was a very nice movie. It was cute. Um, I think... I'm definitely getting older where I just think they're cute now. You know what I mean? Right. They're not drawing you in as they're much. They're not as... drawing me in as much, but it was still really adorable. It still had a cute little moral to the story and everything. And it was it was cute. I liked it. I enjoyed it. But we'll see. We'll see what they come up with next because I, I love Pixar. I love everything mostly that they do like i want i don't think there's like a bad movie <laughs> i want to say i don't think that there's like a bad movie i mean you keep thinking that they get worse i just you know how you're saying you feel like they're cute like yeah. i feel like in my in you some ways them early i've outgrown some of the, yeah. the storylines that they're doing nowadays yes yeah i think that's the you just outgrew it earlier than I did because I still thoroughly enjoyed like Incredibles 2. I enjoyed Toy Story 4. I enjoyed Onward, Soul. But Coco. I liked lots of kids shows, books and you know, yeah. And movies. I just I guess I haven't particularly liked most of the recent Pixar work. Yeah. So we'll see what next what movie they come up with. And maybe next. I'll try Luca. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there's Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's really cute. Maybe I'll enjoy it. Maybe, yeah. But see, that's the thing. is like we don't have kids. So like our kids aren't being born into watching them where we have a reason to really watch them. We have to like go out of our way. Kind right. Of, sort of, you know. Like, right. I watch these movies because like my brother, obviously like with Luca, I had my brother had a movie night. So then I went to his house and, you know, he's got kids that are younger that want to watch it, like my nieces and stuff. Right. My little sisters were the Frozen generation. Frozen. Mm. So I may or may not have seen Frozen 10,000 times with them. Yeah. <laughs> but they are also in high school now, so they're not, you know, it's not cool for them to go necessarily go see Pixar. They're on yeah. TikTok all day. That's true. Oh, darn that TikTok. 
I don't know. I think Pixar is one of those things that I've always thoroughly enjoyed all their movies, and I probably will continue to think they're they're cute and adorable. Uh, they're just nicely they're just nicely done. They're well know. done. They're, yeah. yeah, they're well well done. Although I can talk about Disney movies forever. I was just telling you about like my favorite. Like I have different categories of favorite movies. Yeah, like yes. I have my animated like cartoon ones and my animated that non Pixar ones, and then the, my Pixar one, which is obviously up. And I think ever since I saw it, like it has been my favorite movie. It's so good. It's so good. My favorite. It's the cutest thing. I love it. And it's sad at the beginning, but like, it's just it's it redeems so, itself. It's re- yes. It's a whole redemption arc. Yeah. So Pixar. What's your guys's favorite Pixar movie? Did you have one growing up that you guys liked? And, oh jeez. Right. Yeah. And that is the end of our twentieth episode. Oh my god! Shoot us a congrats for sticking <laughs> this out so long. Right. Like we said, we're going to take about six weeks off, try to enjoy some summer plans, and we'll return August we'll be 10th. back soon. So see you soon. See you guys soon. Bye. If you're enjoying our podcast, please like and subscribe. We release a new episode every Tuesday. For bonus features, videos, extra content, and to keep us ad-free, please support us on Patreon. For throwback photos and a sneak peek behind the scenes, follow us on Instagram at the Dirty on 30 And if you have any recommendations for our Guilty Pleasures or Born in the 90s segments, shoot us an email at thedirtyon30 at gmail.com. Stay safe. We'll, we'll see, see you next week. week.